are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that and more. Stephen Jill here. Good day. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about the truth about taking on new employees. I'm excited. This is a, re a requested uh, topic by one of our uh, really active members. And it's very timely because we just took on a new employee and it's actually going really well. Mm -hmm. it's, that's not always how it goes. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel and comment on the shows you like. Okay. Luke wrote, do you pull out any recently bought properties from your list? So in the mailer I'm about to send, I noticed some have just sold in the past three years and the buyer paid at least three times what we're offering. And this is good because you have a couple comments that you added in here. So one of them is, is it just one comment or yeah, more than just one? Just one. Okay. So uh, another person chimed in and said, oh, here's what I think. So Aaron comments, results will vary, but a few months ago, I bought five acres from a guy who bought only two years ago with his now ex-wife. They just wanted to go, wanted out, and to split the proceeds and go separate ways. They got back almost what they paid for it, and that was a buy for 12000 and sell for $39,000 for me. I wouldn't scrub too hard. Don't I scrub that too. too hard. Mm -hmm. Here's the math on scrubbing too hard. You're gonna sit down and do a mailer, or you're gonna have concierge data do it. You're gonna spend the money and the time and the energy. You're gonna figure, do the red, green, yellow tests and all of that. And then at the very end, or very close to the end, right before you price it, are you going to go in and take out 25% of the mailer, which is just a tiny little cost when you look at your uh, the actual cost and the time? It's hundreds of dollars on a on a multi-thousand unit mailer. Hundreds of dollars that you're trying to save for what? Mm -hmm. That could be the the diamond in the, the diamond in the whole mailer, just like right. just what happened here. So I've been uh, saying this for years, years and years. Don't scrub the data too hard. Just send it. Mm -hmm. I agree. Well, and you never know what happens. Like we're like we talk about this often. You know, uh, it could have been a transfer. Maybe maybe Dad uh, just passed on, and the attorney put it in the kid's name. And three months later, your kid gets your letter. You know, you and you might you wouldn't have known what the situation when the kid is so ec ecstatic. You know that you reached out to buy it because he was trying to figure out what to do with it. There's you you just you. Just, you can't assume. So please, so Joe and I have been saying this for years. What you're buying is a situation. Yep. In this case, Aaron bought, uh, uh, unfortunately, a divorce liquidation situation, and he got bought for twelve and sold for forty. And so you can't, you can't tie that to in in the data. You can't know what that is. Right. You have to just blanket it out and see. You know, and it's so funny. It's like it's like the whole back tax thing. You know, if you're not if you're not sure about it, try it and watch. You know, we've we've been doing this now for golly, decades um, combined. You decades, me a decade. You know, in this business, and you just by taking stuff out, you never know what you're missing. That's the main thing. And like you said, just just let it rip and see what happens. This whole business of decades thing it makes me think. Uh-oh. Are you feeling old? I'm sorry. No, no, not at okay. all. It's not that. I never feel old. It, that's not it. It's just, uh, it depends on where you are in your life. So we started this thing in 2015 and we had people. Just Land we're, Academy. We're but talking about. Land, not buying. Right. Well, we started Land Academy in 2015. Mm -hmm. it, 
I started buying and selling land in the nine, early 90s. So, right. but we have people, since we're talking about employees today, that, you know, they didn't graduate from high school. They're, they're like class of 2016. So we started this thing before they graduated from high school. And it's What's just, your point? My point is, <laughs> four years or maybe a decade, when you say the word decade to some people, like a decade to me is like, yeah, so we had another decade. But a decade to younger people is like, my God, Aww. it's like, what? You started this in 2015? That's the, you're, that's was, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you must have had, that's why you have gray hair. You've been doing this for five years. Hilarious. <laughs> Today's topic. The truth about taking on new employees. This is the meat of the show. Jill, I noticed you had notes. I do. <laughs> so, you know, I I see this as two ways. I, I hear people getting excited about it or freaked out about it. Totally serious. And it doesn't matter whether it's a family member or, you know, whoever it is that they're think, considering hiring. It's scary for some people. And I understand that. So, you know, and I think you should be cautious and you should be a little scared. You want to make sure you do it when A, you can afford it and B, there's a real need. You know, you're maybe you're like losing deals, losing money because you don't have the help that you need to get stuff done. Uh, and so you're, you know, you're really cautious about it. You should be. And then it's, I hear people too that are afraid because it was one thing for them to think about, you know, leaving their job and this is their livelihood, right? But to take on the responsibility of feeding somebody else's family, you know, hiring an employee, you know, they they that's a weight on them. And I totally respect and understand that and have gone through that myself. Then you get to now let's let's get past that. We get through all that. And you're ready, you know it, you've got the funds to do it, you've got the workload to do it, you figured out exactly what they're going to be doing. Now it's exciting. I mean, when you really think about yeah. it and when you, you get, take on. You take a, when you oh. mentally uh, make that shift, uh -huh. it's exciting. When you're ready. It's exciting. When you're ready and you do it and you know, wow, I can do three times the deals now because they're going to do this and they can take this off my plate and the person I hired by the way, is so much better on the phone than I am. So, you know, fill in the blank. So I know it's going to be even easier and faster than me. Then it, then it gets to be really awesome. And I'm going to let you talk, but then I have some ways. I know you're going to talk about how to pay them and some good tips for people. Yeah, sure. There's, there's a couple of milestones for me in this business when I knew it was working. You know, that's what we're really talking about. Yeah, I don't know if I should hire an employee or a group of employees because I don't know if this is going to work. The last couple of deals worked, but I'm not sure if this is like permanent or I just got lucky. So I remember very memory. I remember it like it was yesterday when I, I walked into my office uh, around 1999 and looked around. And I think it was Monday morning and, and I was making all kinds of money, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on the side buying and selling land. And I just remember taking a deep breath and saying, you know what? This job is costing me money. I'm going to quit right now. And I did. I'm not saying you should do this today at all. I'm not advocating this. I think it takes more thought than that. It should take more thought than that and planning. But I did quit. And uh, you know, 30 days later, I looked at myself in the mirror and said, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. I should have done this a year ago. And that's how I knew it was the right time to quit. Same thing happened about two years later when I got my first employee. So I'm looking at the math and I'm saying, okay, I make 
15, $20,000 a month buying and selling land. I'm going to have to hire somebody if I want to get to the next level. That's just how it is. And I'm going to have to pay this person two or $3,000 that comes right out of that 15 or $20,000. That's how I looked at it in a very, very straightforward cash flow type way. And so I did, I took a chance. What are, and then I, I dumped everything on that person that I didn't want to do any longer deeds and all kinds of other stuff uh, that I probably had no business doing anyway, because I was the forward thinking person then. And I am now the person who's out front making the big picture decisions for everybody. And it worked out great. What it ended up happening is I then focused on buying, pro this is long before I ever did a mailer, buying property, just acquisitions, because I, I had that other person managing everything else, all the administrative stuff and the details for the sale of the property. And I was doing all the presentation and things like that. So it's a huge, huge jump to make, and it's a huge risk. And if you don't, if you micromanage that person, you might as well not hire somebody. That's the truth. That's the truth about getting an employee. You have to let them go. And it's very hard for people to mm -hmm. do that, me included. <laughs> I mean, me first. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just kind of laughing about that. That's true. That's one of the little hangups. You have to, you can't, that was a good point. You can't walk around double checking their work because then why have them? That's very true. And you have to let them. So yeah, before you hire them, have a real good plan. And I would make our, you know, even as, as at the times when our companies were really small, we were just growing, we would always make a little SOP, you know, standing operating yeah. procedure. Well, you so, did. I didn't thank you. back then. That's true. I wasn't smart enough for no, that. No, no, that's not true. I mean, I'm talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Here's the truth about it from a... Uh, but, but you know, I want to finish that thought yeah, for a second. Sure. So, so the person can easily jump in and they know that there's a checklist of 10 things and then you can really sit back and relax about knowing they know what to do. Back in my hiring days, you hire somebody and that's their job. So they come into work, they make some coffee and they work there for, for eight hours and it's a fixed cost. So if it costs you $3,000 uh, per employee or some number, it's a lot more than that now, as it should be. You're going to pay that $3,000 a month, uh, regardless of uh, if you buy or sell any land. And so you have to, that's the, that was a struggle with me in the past. It was because it's like, well, sometimes we have great months and sometimes we have not great months. That's just being an entrepreneur. Sometimes it's zero and you still have to pay. So that's a hard thing to get your head around. Here's the great news. We live in the land now of outsourcing. And so it, it, employees don't have to be a fixed cost for you. They can be a variable cost. And in the case of outsourcing overseas, that variable cost is three to five dollars an hour to get some amazing talent, amazing talent, only for certain tasks, but amazing talent. So, you know, if if you are buying more and selling more than one or two properties a month, I urge you to get some type of help, uh, either even if it's variable cost help overseas, just to get in the habit of it, because if you're buying one or two now and you're going to buy two or three or four in the future, you have to get used to managing other people. And some people never, ever, ever get out of that first gear. They just can't do it. I'll tell you what, and I say this with respect, Mark Podolsky is one of those people. Mark and I used to work mm -hmm. together and he has a very tough time with employees. This is the truth. His wife, Rachel, who I adore, yeah, uh, came to me a couple of times during when we worked together and said, can you please tell Mark to get some help? All he does is work. 
You know, and I say that with all with respect to b- both of them. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Steve and Jill here. And we are here to talk to you about Career Path. Number three is coming your way starting in January of 2022. Here's the scoop. There are only 15 seats open. Look, this is a really intimate way to get access to Jill and I specifically live for 10 weeks straight. Yep, it's 10 weeks of customized education tailored directly to you. Doesn't matter whether you're brand new to this or you're a seasoned investor, going to take it to that next level. Each one of these career path sessions, this is number three, takes on a life of its own. What we're finding is uh, instead of presenting a rigid way, uh, there is content material. So there's t- it's 10 modules, but we're finding that certain people that join career path have very specific needs and customized. They're in just separate places in their career. Mm-hmm. You might be brand new. Uh, you might be uh, doing 100 deals a year and you want to do 1,000. Mm-hmm. And so I can tell you this for sure. Each session contains weekly office hours and many, 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 many hours per week of access to Jill and I as needed. Yeah, we're talking one-on-one time, not only with us, but our data pro. We have a back-end specialist available to you. We have experienced investors joining in with us to help answer your questions because they've been there. We're going to help you set goals and get you where you want to be. Um, we're going to take deep dives into your business and go over pretty much anything that you mm-hmm. want. There are special sessions included with our transaction coordinator. That's new that we've added this year. We have also have a direct phone line for you to access our team, get front of the line, whatever you need, and that's forever, not just during the time that you're within the career path. And at the end, you will be added to the advanced group forever. We meet once or twice a month right now. Again, that takes on a, a life of its own also. Look, here's the thing. You want to commingle with people who are making millions of dollars doing this? This is it. This is the way to do it. And it's not just us. It's other people in the group that we have. They're helping us in a, let's just call it teacher's aid situation where ask them questions, ask them how they started. We're certainly going to answer it and learn from us, but there's other people that bring a lot of value to this. Hey, seats are filling up fast. So, and there is an interview process. So if you are interested, please visit www.landacademy.com academy.com forward slash career path for more details it'll give you the schedule the timing how to apply and everything else that you need to know before you join this is i'll tell you what this is one of my favorite things about land academy is teaching this class i'm excited too hope to see you there You could join us today, five days a week. You can find us here on the Land Academy Show. I'm sure you helped out, and that was really nice. I did. Yeah. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is everyone I know is killing it in the land business. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I'm going to tell a really quick story about this net tomorrow. Okay. And I'll probably tell the same anecdote tomorrow. Oh, goody. <laughs> I uh, am very good friends with a guy who's a CEO of a huge commercial real estate uh, a commercial construction company here in Arizona. And he told this story a lot of years ago. He said they, a developer came to him. This is 20 years ago. A developer came to him and said, we got to build this, these apartments near uh, Arizona State University. I want you guys to do it, cost it all out. We're going to do this whole thing and we're going to make a ton of money. And then we're going to resell it to the university. So I communicated with him throughout this process. It took a year for the project to get done. And he came in one day to the bar and said, here's what happened on this deal. He's like, remember this whole ASU deal? We did this whole thing. Guess what? The only person who made any money on this deal was the person we bought bought the land from and the broker. I believe that. We lost money. The developer lost money. And I don't think that the the university is going to make any money on this at all. But the oh. land guy, he, and he said it to me because I was I'm the land guy yeah. in the, in, a, in our whole group, and and that's 
that's what this next episode is about. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. And we hope you find our content valuable. And we do appreciate your support. I know you've heard this before. So if you haven't already, please check out our YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. We, we are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property.